Welcome back to the Veterinary Viewfinder. This week, getting fit with your dog. We've got an expert to discuss all about parallel weight loss and exercise programs with your favorite canine. Welcome back to the Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And if you're like most Americans, one of the toughest topics that you tackle every day is the battle of the bulge, staying fit, adopting and really keeping up with healthy habits, and more importantly, taking your dog for a walk, exercising, interacting, being with your dog. And this week, we have got a very, very special guest and a dear friend of ours. And before we get to that, as always, I am your host, Dr. Ernie Ward. I'm Dr. Cindy Courtney. And I'm registered veterinary technician, Becky Mosser. And I am so excited to be here today with a very close friend of mine. And if you listened to our most recent episode, um, not too long ago on the people who inspire us, this lady was on my list, Miss Patricia Montgomery, who I endearingly call Trisha. So Trisha, welcome. So we're so excited to have you here. Oh yeah. gosh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, a, a pleasure to be here. And um, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to spread the message of health, fitness, and wellness to your audience. So Patricia Montgomery is an amazing lady who has a long-standing history in the veterinary industry. She worked with the Chicago VMA for years and years, and she saw a need in the community, and she saw a need in herself to bring health and fitness to pets and people. And at the end of the day, she is building an empire of, <laughs> of health, of happiness, and of human-animal bond, and I think it's amazing. I love that, that just created the empire. I love that empire. <laughs> <laughs> well, Becky, but first of all, where are you? I mean, you guys sound like you're in the same room. Yes. Yeah, so actually, I have the pleasure. I'm out here in St. Louis this week, and we just finished up a master training session. So master training is when we get the ability to bring in people from the fitness industry, from the veterinary industry, all the paraprofessionals in training that love and enjoy the human-animal bond, fitness, and wellness. They come out here to St. Louis. We put on a three-day master training session all day every day work them hard and teach them how to do canine fit club well you know becky we gotta put the brakes on it for a second explain exactly where you what you're doing i can't like, i know i get too excited canine fit club canine yeah. fit club and you're in st louis and you're doing master training but becky rewind the tape what is canine fit club Canine Fit Club. So back in 2014, I was wandering the exhibit hall at NAVC at the time, and I was pulled in by this vicarious, tall, smiling from ear to ear blonde who said, have you heard of Canine Fit Club? And I said, no, tell me about it. And the goal of Canine Fit Club is to help people get a new leash on life, Aww. to get off of their butt and work out with their mutt, and to help people bring fitness and health to their pets, but also to the people. And it was a way to reach people who need to find a healthier lifestyle that maybe won't drive to do it for themselves, but they will do it for their pet. But Trisha, that tape rewinds even further. So maybe Trisha, take us back to the very beginning. So after you were the executive director, I think for Chicago VMA, is that right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's where you and I first intersected way right. back, which we won't tell anybody the the era of that, but it was <laughs> a, a different uh, millennium, perhaps. But anyway, so tell, take us from the CVMA days to what happened next, and then where you got to Canine Fit Club. Yeah. So 
I think we, I started seeing the trend in, uh, through the association in, in a mirror image similar to me that, 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 that our dogs and our cats were getting more and more overweight. And then uh, a mirror image was more often than not sitting across from those dogs or cats. And for the veterinary profession, I believe it was difficult because veterinarians didn't know at that time how to address health and wellness. And so they really wouldn't say anything. They would just tiptoe around the issue. So I believe I was really writing my business plan for Canine Fit Club when I was at the Chicago VMA. And um, I started calling on professionals. I started talking to people. I got certified through NASM, through Power Pilates, started looking at different programs. And we really started thinking about this in earnest. I, I reached out to you. I, I told you our idea. Uh, it goes back to 2012, Dr. Ernie, if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. And, and looking at, at that, and I think we were way before our time. Um, people uh, and you, we look, people looked at us like we had three heads. Like, what do you mean? What, do, what are you doing? You're doing what? <laughs> You're right. jumping around with your dogs. And and the what really was just for listeners who maybe aren't familiar with the Canine Fit Club, how it works. It's basically a gym, a space that you go and it simultaneously exercise with your dog. And so you and your dog are sort of going through different types of obstacles or challenges or elements, you know, so think of it as like a CrossFit light that you do with your dog. And, and again, <laughs> nice. I, don't, I don't even like the CrossFit analogy, but I think it gets you, you know, we're not swinging kettlebells at our dog's heads, but, <laughs> but, but the reality is you're going and you're sweating and you're interacting and it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience. On top of that, you know, again, the camaraderie of sharing, you know, with other dog lovers like yourself, I mean, Trisha, it's a home run. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And but it's it's a home run for the, the the dogs, the people that are doing it, as well as the ability to bring something else and doing more with our dogs than just walking. If you look at the temperature, we're in St. Louis right now. You guys are hot and humid in North Carolina. We're crazy hot and humid in St. Louis and all across the nation, whether it's rain or snow or whatever it is, seasonal, that you have a place to go to do something with your dog. And, and Dr. Ernie and Becky, these are science-based programs. Right. We have been taught properly how to do these. This is something that when we bring in people to take on our, our programs, our Canine Fit Club uh, uh, we have 24 science-based programs now that they are taught properly from the human behavior to the dog behavior, uh, how to do it correctly from human physiology. And, and Becky, let me just jump in because I want to get your take on how you actually execute this. But, you know, these programs go way back. I mean, this is 2011, 2012 that Trish and I and others were working on it. We now have Dr. David Levine, who is the physical rehab therapist of the world. At University yes. of, I mean, he is amazing. So if you don't know about uh, David, Dr. David Levine at University of Tennessee, he is phenomenal. So he's also on the team. And what we've really tried to do is look at what are the basic movements that make sense to simultaneously do with your dog. So what are the things, the ups and downs, the backs and forths, you know, that we can do to engage as many muscle groups as possible in a safer fashion, and then of course, yield a good positive outcome. So Becky, explain again, now we're back to where you are, which is a master training and, and why is training so important to what 
we're trying to do with this this program? Well, I mean, obviously, like the training is important because we don't want anybody to get hurt. We want everybody to be safe. And it's got to be a good environment or they don't come back. And this is for a lot of people on a higher level. It's a life changer. And, you know, Dr. Cindy, I'm sure you can kind of appreciate this being in practice right now. But when I met Trisha, I was like, something other than green beans and walk more because I feel like in the veterinary industry, it's all we tell them, you know? So we really wanted to, I I was embracing the opportunity to give them an actual tool that wasn't in their toolbox. So master training is incredibly important because we need to cover a ton of information in a short amount of time to make sure that people have the basic knowledge about keeping pets and people safe. We partnered um, and are sponsored by FitPaws, and FitPaws makes an amazing line of workout equipment for animals, for pets, that is safe, that is tested, that is high quality. And so we get everybody together to talk about these quality products, these quality movements, the safety, and then the mental and emotional well-being and reach that we have by doing these workouts together. So one of the things that comes to mind for all of you guys is, you know, just what are some of the challenges in in creating this and envisioning this and bringing it to life that that you guys have had to overcome that you've seen other people have to overcome? Because I'm thinking to myself, so one, I'm very, very sad that there is not a canine fit club in Lawrence, Kansas, which makes me so <laughs> yes, sad. We can yes. change that. You, we can change that. <laughs> yes. I mean, we are like, like this is Animal Health Hollywood. I mean, we got everybody, right? So we, we got to get one here. So two, um, I'm imagining going into a gym with my tiny little Pomeranian. And I'm like, I want to do this. I think we can do this. But I, yes. you know, it's hard for me to envision it happening. And I'm sure once I saw it, I'd be like, oh, of course, this makes total sense. So so how do you help people overcome some of those obstacles of of getting this in their area and and then having their pet have a good experience, having them have a good experience at a canine fit club? That's a great question. Um, first of all, I think this uh, podcast right now really exposes uh, uh, many of your audience, uh, which is quite extensive from what I understand, um, to Canine Fit Club. Um, there is a process that we go through for people to become Canine Fit Clubs. Uh, we do talk to them. Uh, there is, uh, a, we, are, we are also approved by the National Association of Sports Medicine, which is the highest really caliber for, for, for fitness, as well as American Council on Exercise and, and others. Um, but we really try to uh, get, uh, understand what people are looking for when they want to become a canine fit club and making sure that they're a right fit uh, for what we are doing. Uh, from the perspective of when people walk in, we uh, set up people for success. We provide health assessments, evaluations, um, assessments on both the human and the canine. What we don't want to do is put them into a setting that we're setting them up for failure. So we're finding out what their needs are, what their dog's needs are, what have they been doing in the past, and fitting them into a class that is appropriate for them. So if it's a private session, if they have a fear-based or or an aggressive dog, that might go into a, a class which is a private session. If they're more social interaction, they're going to be going into a group setting. So we're putting people from young to the young at heart, from people who may be healthy to people that that are challenged uh, together. And the social element with getting healthy and well is to see this transformation is is inspirational and and life-changing, as Becky said. 
And Cindy, one of the things that attracted me to this model, you know, back many years ago, was this is an incredible way for veterinary professionals to make additional income. You know, I mean, I've, I, I know that there are people listening today that are saying, you know, I would like to, to know more. But if you're a, a veterinary technician, a, an associate veterinarian who has an interest in fitness, now, you know, I would encourage you to be credentialed. I mean, this is why I got my personal trainer credentialing back in 0405. Because, you know, you do need to understand human movements. And Tricia, that was that's one of the issues we've faced, right, is people love working with dogs, but not so much the people. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. I stepped in and talked to her too, because I did the same thing when I got uh, certified. I went and got my human fitness certification, right. but we do keep the, the movements to the things that you would see on, you know, any fitness magazine you picked up or any, uh, you know, yeah. workout you turn on online, you know, we keep it's them super simple. simple and safe. Yeah. 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 But, and this is why I, and Trish, let me just, just finish up here. What, what I really like about this program is that a veterinary technician can really benefit so many aspects of pet care because as we've kind of alluded to, there's an exercise, a weight loss element, you know, there's also a behavior, uh, you know, a certainly a human animal bond element to it. So I like all of that. This is why for me, and, and Trisha knows I've been very, very outspoken within our organization, I want to promote this to veterinary technicians. Having said that, in our clubs across the country, a lot of times the ones that really do well are people that have a strong background in dogs and a strong background in personal fitness. Exactly, exactly. We had, a, uh, to case in point, we just had a, a group go through um, introducing four new clubs here, uh, including Charter Fitness, which have a love of dogs, a love of people. When someone goes through a canine fit club, we have worked with um, credentialed organizations. So when someone comes in and they don't have a background in fitness, we we provide the online certification prior to coming into master training. So when they walk out that door again, they've got the basic knowledge and they are approved by NASM to teach canine fit club classes. And and one thing I will mention here, and 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 Becky has been a big proponent of this, we are not a pay-to-play organization. If someone comes through the organization or our master training and, and the moves are a little bit off or they're they're not getting it correctly, mm-hmm. we'll invite them to come back on us and, and take the class again because right. it's representative of who we turn out and 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 our brand of Canine Fit Club. Um, there's been a huge movement. I'm going to let Becky pick up here. There's been a huge movement in the fitness trend of of working out with your dog. It was named the 2018 trend of the year. You've got people out there sticking the dogs on the back of their necks and doing doggy squats. Yeah. Their form is incorrect. The dog is at jeopardy. I just watched a video on YouTube where a bunch of people were laughing because the dog actually fell off of this girl's shoulders. She fell down. They were falling down. The dog was, it, it looked injured. Um, and, and people are picking, I can do this. You know, this is something to to address and look for. We're doing it the right way. There is a standard of excellence with Canine Fit Club. Yeah, yeah. Becky, Becky, one thing real quick, you know, what Trish may be referring to also is that squat your dog challenge. Yeah. I covered it in a video not too long ago. That stuff frightens the heck out of me because not only is the person at risk for injury yes. because, Trisha, some of those forms are so atrocious. It's really oh scary. God. But Terrible. then they drop the dog. Right. <laughs> so, oh! They drop the dog like it's a, a barbell. It's insane and and at the end of the day you know we want people to be well we want people to be happy we want that human animal bond to be there and 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 that's what this is about but also and dr cindy i know this is a strong passion of yours and so i i know this is hitting a hot spot with you 
What we know is that pets, number one reason pets get surrendered is behavioral issues. And behavioral issues are so often resulting from just a bored dog who just is not having any fun in life. And so when you load your dog up in the car and you head out to Canine Fit Club and you come in for a class, you're, what we hear them saying a few weeks later is my dog is listening so much better. And it's because they're working together. The dog is becoming more confident and that human animal bond is growing. The dog's not sitting around bored. And I know you asked a little bit about like how I'm sure if I could see it, it would all come together. And that's exactly right. So it can be a little bit hard to picture because this is new and innovative and amazing. And this is not like a crazy agility course or like a crazy CrossFit workout. There's amazing equipment. Uh, like I said, we work with Fit Paws and, and they use things like balance balls and wobble boards where animals are just sort of getting out, working their muscle groups, and then we can kind of build and grow from there. So honestly, at the end of the day, a dog that gets in the car, jumps out of the car, comes into Canine Fit Club, works out a little bit, is doing a thousand times more activity than that dog probably has ever done before. Yep. It's not about this crazy hard workout. It's just about working together and, and building that bond and working your way up progressively. Yeah. I love looking at some of these, these workouts that are listed on the website. I mean, these are hilarious. Are they so I, love, I love, I'm like mommy and me. Yes. Um, also, your use of puns is hilarious. But I mean, you guys have to go and look at this website because it's just, it's awesome. The Nama Sits Day, the mm -hmm. Puppilates, yeah. um, the Rover Run Club, the Wagon Wheelchair. So uh, mm -hmm. people with wheelchairs exercising with their dogs. Yeah. So I just, it's a really, really awesome level of variety in terms of, of what you guys seem to be able to offer. Yeah. And, you know, Dr. Cindy, I'm glad you brought up the, those classes because, it, you know, at Canine Fit Club, we want to cater to everybody. And so we definitely work out with people who are healthy, fit and ready to go. And so are their dogs. Patricia has developed these incredibly important, amazing programs, things like Sit, Stay, Get Fit. Sit, Stay, Get Fit is a program that was designed to take into retirement centers, assisted living facilities, but then also things like Wounded Warrior Barracks working out with people who are morbidly obese, who maybe can't even stand on their own for 10 or 15 minutes at a time, we can have an entire full body workout sitting in a chair and change people's lives. And as part of this current master training, we went out to a facility here in St. Louis. We did a workout with our new master trainers in assisted living, and they got to see how much personal benefit there was for these people who talked about their time with the dogs, kicking balls, going back to their youth, moving their bodies, using their brains in ways that they have never done it before. And when I think about people like, you know, wounded warriors are special to my heart. We have a PTSD program that's special to my heart. When you have a new arm that you hate, that's metal, that was taken from you, it is so much easier to pick up a tennis ball and throw it to a dog who has no judgment, who's having a ton of fun yeah. than to be working with an occupational therapist. Nothing against the yeah, occupational yeah. therapist, they're amazing. Yeah. But we know people walk further when they're walking with a dog. They talk more in speech therapy. Like there is no end to the benefit of dogs. Yeah. And I think we we tend to think sometimes of gyms as these judgmental places where well, I'm going to go to the gym and everyone's going to be in their cute little outfits and they're going to be like running so hard and they're going to already be so fit. And and yeah, we think of our dogs as being the opposite of judgmental, right? They love us no matter what. And so I love yes. that this helps bring those those two experiences together. That's that. I'm so glad you said that, Dr. Cindy. 
to see someone who comes in that um, uh, that 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 has gone through a, a difficult uh, or a challenge or a divorce or, or whatever that is to come in there and to see their heads are down, but they want to come in because again, I'm not doing it for me, but I'm doing it for my dog when really they're doing it for themselves, but the dog has made them comfortable to see them within a week that their posture is better. The smile comes to their face and to see the confidence, the confidence build between their dog and, and that person and to see them step over, to see them lose weight or, or even just get healthy and become more comfortable is an amazing, beautiful thing. Yeah. And so I think there's a couple of elements here that I want our listeners to really take note of. Number one, I mean, we are trying to build something that is emotionally binding, right? We want you to enjoy going somewhere with other humans and, of course, other canines. But Cindy, most importantly, this has to be science-based, evidence-based. You know, these movements have to be safe and effective. At the end of the program, if you or your dog don't benefit, you know, somehow losing weight, getting more fit, you know, increased flexibility, I mean, whatever those things are that we're looking for in your particular case, then it doesn't work. And that's, that's why, like, I personally have concerns about a lot of these quote unquote doggy boot camps that I see mm -hmm. popping up because really that's just somebody who says, let's all meet in the park. And they probably don't know how to guide you through the proper movements. And we keep saying terms like that, you know, safe movements and, and the, the proper exercise elements and even equipment is, is critical. But it is. It really is. And, you know, when I look at my own personal health journey along with Tricia and Cindy and Becky, you know, we've always enlisted tools to assist us along the way. And what we try to do is, of course, make help you make those decisions a little bit more expeditiously, but more importantly, more effectively. So if you're listening today, you know, and you think, well, gosh, I'll just go out in, in the park and exercise with my dog and start doing some yoga. That's great. And it's a good start. But if you can ever get some guidance and some training, it will benefit you much more. Yeah. And how many of us, first of all, know a human being who in their fitness journey has injured themselves because they haven't right. been necessarily yes. doing it safely or even have, but have kind of pushed themselves to a limit. Um, moreover, we don't understand intuitively the natural movements for dogs and I don't know about you guys, but I have on a regular basis, I'll have people come in and they'll have a three month old puppy and they're like, I'm going to start training for a marathon with this puppy. And I'm right. like, oh, Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> so, so no, I definitely think it's, it's really important for us to be able to, you know, have resources to guide our pet owners to, so that when they, when they are going down these roads, um, and hopefully we're encouraging them to go down those roads, they're doing it safely. I think one one important a couple important notes on that, um, you know, when you're looking up, uh, if you're if you want to work out with your dog, there are a number of things that you should really look for. N number one, are are they overseen by a veterinarian? Are, are, is there a veterinarian? Do they have emergency contacts? Is there a veterinarian uh, nearby? Do they? Uh, number two, is there are they insured properly? Getting uh, insurance for a human and canine fitness gym is uh, it's a new category. So making sure that they're properly insured. We also talk about uh, OSHA guidelines and, and cleanliness, in, in our opinion, is next to godliness. Right. And um, and whether we teach, and Becky teaches an entire module on uh, standards of excellence for Canine Fit Club, and that's you know precautions on zoonosis and contagious diseases and, and proper cleanup and elimination. Those things have got to be addressed. Um, and, and your ability to do those and, and making sure that, that wh wherever you're going, that they really are credentialed and that they're trained appropriately and they have uh, all those credentials associated with that. Well, Trisha, I can't let you go today without 
you at least teasing something that you, myself, and Dr. David Levine have been working on now for the past year. So I know we're getting close to to actually bringing that out, but maybe tell our audience a little bit about what we've been up to. Okay, we twist my arm. <laughs> yeah, gosh darn it. We've been talking about this and working on this for about two, two plus years now. Um, it's called uh, Better You, Better Dog, Better Life. 30 Days to Happiness with Your Dog. And it is a book that uh, Dr. Ernie, uh, Dr. David Levine, and, and I, we wrote together. And it gives you um, really guidelines and just great information to starting your journey, um, having a healthier and better life um, with, with your best friend by your side. Dr. Ernie, talk a little bit about that. Book? Did somebody say book? Somebody said book. <laughs> we said book. We said book. We said book. Book. <laughs> well, and, and Cindy, I think what we really also did well with this book was captured stories because we, yeah. we kind of wanted it to be this prescriptive, like it's a 30-day program. And so I talk a lot about nutrition and exercise and David talks about proper movements and, and all that sort of stuff. But more importantly, we shared success stories. In fact, Becky is one of our contributors. Yeah. And, and so I think that what, what I wanted to accomplish, I know what we talked about early on was, can we combine like a chicken soup for the dog mm. lover's soul with an exercise and diet program? Yes. <laughs> and it sounds a little ambitious and maybe it is, but you know, it, it comes out as a pretty good read. I mean, you get a lot of insight into Trisha's story. She shares some really amazing, you know, just her amazing journey along with lots of others. But Becky, maybe as a contributor and sharing your story, maybe tell your perspective. That's, that's sort of our end of it. But, you know, how did you feel as a contributor? I think as a contributor, it just feels good to share this story as someone in the veterinary industry, like I said, to give tools to the veterinary industry to help our clients. It's so hard to go into a room and talk to clients about weight in their pet, especially if they have issues with weight either way, right? Whether they, there are struggles with obesity, but there are so many different struggles around nutrition and eating and health. So whatever end they're on, it can be hard to have that conversation. Um, and then it's also very hard to have that conversation. If you yourself are not healthy or fit and there is excessive weight for you, it's hard to have that conversation. It feels hypocritical. So to be able to contribute to a book where I know that veterinary professionals can say, you know what, this really cool book just came out. I want you and your pet to have a long, healthy, happy life together. And I think you guys could benefit from it. It just gives a tool and a feel good. And, and I was so grateful to be a part of it. You know, and I, I hear that a lot, kind of this discussion around judgment and the discussion about hypocrisy being hypocritical and the judgment around feeling like we're judging our clients. I, I don't know what it is, like if I'm just weird, but I have not really found that to be a significant struggle like ever in my practice life. And I don't know if it's just how I tend to approach the problem. Um, I tend to focus first on what the owner is already trying to do. So praising them for the steps that they're already taking, because I find that most owners already know that it's an issue for their pet. And I first of all, try to thank them for what they're already doing. Um, I always say like, I am not going to change if someone comes up to me and says like, oh my gosh, you're such a terrible veterinarian. Here's what I think you need to do differently. But I am willing to listen to them if they come up to me and they say, I know that you really care about your patients. Here's something I think you might be interested in. Absolutely. So, so I kind of take that same approach with my clients as I say, like, 
I can already tell like you made a little bit of improvement with your your pet's weight or you've been trying to cut back on the food or you're trying to take your dog for more walks. We're making some improvement. I think we can do even better. And here are some tools that we can put in your arsenal to help them. Um, and, and I tend to find that like even like sometimes clients who are heavier, they resonate even more with their pet struggles. Um, I think all of us, even someone like me who I've been blessed to be relatively uh, skinny most of my life without trying too hard, although after being pregnant, it's been a little tougher. Um, I think we've all been through those struggles here and there, and we, and we all can relate. I think also along with that, Dr. Cindy, what what I what we love about this 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 book and and it shares incredible stories um, yes. uh, of of not just people who are are overweight or uh, and their dogs are overweight. It also shares stories of of just trauma or journeys and uh, and judgmental as well um, that that they've overcome yeah. and and how our dogs help us get healthy and, 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 and raise us up and inspire us to do better for ourselves. And the stories shared are, they made me cry. Yeah. Um, and because they are so incredibly powerful, um, and, and, and the ability to share these as well as those incredible, uh, what I'll call pearls of wisdom, uh, provided by, by Dr. David and Dr. Ernie, um, really can give you a tool, uh, to set you out on, on, on that right path and taking that very first step. Yeah. And I think it's interesting to think about the things that can sometimes get in the way of us staying healthy. I, I had heard cited recently a study of folks who were 300 pounds and above and, and the percentage of folks who had experienced some kind of um, abuse in childhood. And, you know, just thinking about you know, we, we so often reach to judgment about why someone is or isn't well um, and whether or not that has to do with their work ethic, but but some of this again maybe maybe a trauma that needs to be healed, and it's it's fascinating to to think about how pets are such a part of us healing places inside of ourselves, and how they can continue to be part of that journey uh, through something like Canine Fit Club. Well, we'd like to hear how you're going to continue this journey. What do you think about Canine Fit Club and Trisha Montgomery's story? Is this something that you'd like to know more about? Maybe would it work in your hometown? We want to hear from you. So which one of the programs would you like to do with the Canine Fit Club? Are you ready to do a namasit stay? Reach out to us on Facebook at Veterinary Viewfinder. And while you're there leaving that review, don't forget to click to subscribe so you don't miss one great episode of the Veterinary Viewfinder. Until next time, bye. 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 It gets real punny. It does. I love it. It does. It Death does. by pun. Dr. Cindy loves her some puns. I love it. I do. You My do. favorite hashtag is hashtag vet puns. Vet puns. <laughs> well, give me some tequila and I can help you. <laughs> awesome. Oh, even better, there's a whole book called Tequila Mockingbird, oh, which God. is a whole book about book cocktails, book-themed cocktails. I'm going to get that. You said book, and she was there. <laughs>